Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the hot mess mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our hot mess mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. Hello and welcome to the Hot Mess Mums Club. Today I'm chatting to Mary Forrester and Ross McMahon from Kendermill all about what they do there. Now this is really personal for me. When I first became a mum with my daughter Ava Lily, nearly eight years ago now, um, we had a really difficult journey when it came to breastfeeding. It wasn't working for us. She was underweight and I was very poorly, but I was insistent that I was going to succeed at it. There was such a lot of pressure, I felt, on me to breastfeed her. And formula back then had such a bad reputation. They just didn't seem the options. So I'm delighted to be working with Kendra Mill, the first formula brand to be organic with no nasties in, no palm oil. A really special breakthrough this. And I feel that it's going to give so many mums out there that easier choice to feed their babies on formula and know that they're doing the right thing and feeding them healthily without all the kind of bad press that can come with formula feeding. So, Ross, you're the CEO. Could you tell me where the idea came from to start Kendermill? Yeah, well, it's been a long journey and, you know, it it took me 50 years in a sense on that journey. But I I started off as a farmer and I studied food science and uh, I worked around the world in various food companies. But in 2010, I started really focusing and researching infant farming five years before I bought the factory. So all my life experiences came together in one. I just feel so fortunate now, you know, that it took till I was 50 for to discover what I really was able to put all my training into, you know. And at that stage, we had reared a family, you know, and my two sons are now in the business. So it's it's just been a, a fantastic roller coaster ride, I suppose. And you're one of a kind as well. I know that, which is, you know, you, it's something really special what you're doing because with mums, it's it's a very difficult decision, the whole feeding a child, you know, a subject. And there's been very little choice when it comes to formula for, for mums and families out there. And then there you are sort of leading the way, no palm oil, no fish oil, you know, organic this is an amazing thing for mums because it's taking that guilt away as well. And it's giving them very clear details of what's in the formula that they're feeding their babies, which is fantastic. I suppose I came with a fresh set of eyes. You know, I grew up on a farm where we were always calving uh, cows and we had, you know, lambing sheep and, you know, we were always surrounded by nature. In fact, I wanted to be a vet. But I used to love watching James Herriot, All Creatures Great and Small. And, um, you know, um, then in the food industry, you know, I, 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 I learned a lot about the science and, and everything. But, you know, being a parent, you know, you go into hospital and you don't necessarily think you're going to come out, you, you know, as three people. You, you go in as a, as, as a couple and it's, it's such a, I mean, there's no instruction book, you know. And no. um, so we all have to figure it out as we go. And 
I, I entered this industry, which was dominated by massive corporations worldwide. And I, I really started with some common sense, like being a farmer, I suppose I just said, listen, guys, you've been making recipes since 1982. And the factory's been in production since 1962. I said, like, what's the best product you've ever made? And they said, well, actually, we think we had one recipe that goes back 40 years using full cream milk. And we think that's the best quality. And I said, yeah, that makes perfect sense because, you know, I just thought if we're all trying to get closer to breast milk, at the end of the day, mum is producing her own milk fat from her own body. So why would, why would you ever think of giving a child vegetable fats? You know what I mean? That would be completely alien. And, you know, I had reared animals, be it, you know, all different types. And, you know... We're all mammals. So mammals milk fat has all the goodness. And, you know, I think scientists are still only catching up on what's inside breast milk. And I think it's the same about full cream. They don't know all the good things that are in there. But certainly it's just when you read the comments on social media. I mean, it's it's incredible. A, a guy said to me the other day, he said, you, you literally saved our daughter's life. She was being fed a product. She went into hospital, they had tubes down her throat, the doctors weren't sure. We heard about your brand, we put the child on it, never looked back, back you know. And the other thing is that the amount of people who just say the child is sleeping so well. Now, you know, we, we can't go out and advertise that, but it does seem to be all the symptoms disappear, the reflux, the colic, the constipation. So I think we're just doing something common sense. And we're making sure to put the quality inside the product, you know, and, and, and listening to parents, you know. And what's really important for us, Kelly, as well, I think you know as well from personal experience, we know from speaking to mums and speaking to our community, that decision when it comes to feeding and it doesn't go how you thought it would, is often so rushed and yeah. comes with really complicated feelings. It can be really difficult because it's not the plan that you had. And I know from my own experience coming to a brand like Kendermill, it gave me back that power in making the decision of how to feed my baby. I felt really informed that I knew exactly what I was giving him. That it was the best that I could possibly get. And that's really what is important to us to give back to the parents, that power around feeding their child, knowing that they know exactly what they're giving them with the ingredients. We're really transparent in our processes um, and it's really to just create a bit of a sanctuary around that for families, just so that they know that this is something that they feel completely comfortable doing. And it's not as much of a compromise as it as it always seems to be when a mum has to make that decision. And it's a first, you know, this really is what you guys have out there is a first. I, I feel so passionately about this because, you know, I've, I've been in that position where, you know, my daughter was underweight four weeks and she was, she was underweight. She was you know, awake all the time. It wasn't working for us, but I'd been told such horror stories about formula that I was absolutely determined not to put her on it. I mean, she's nearly eight now. So you weren't around then really sadly, but you know, it was a really tough decision. And, and I think 
to know that, you know, you're there leading the way like this will just change so many women's lives, you know, and fathers, because fathers are affected by it too. You know, that decision process, the whole, you know, you can't expect every woman to have the same journey when it comes to feeding their child. So, I mean, you are one of a kind. You're leading the way with this. Well, we were just so lucky to find the fact that um, the original Farley's factory was set up in Kendall because that was the second biggest milk pool in the country. And we're just eight miles from Lake Windermere, so it's a beautiful part of the world. It's, you know, so you've a UNESCO World Heritage Park right on our doorstep. Beautiful landscape. We have, we have farmers who really take care of their animals, who are all red tractor approved. We have organic farms on our doorstep. We're even doing goat milk, fresh goat milk from Yorkshire, you know, within 90 minutes drive of the factory. And, and the whole thing is about taking in local uh, mammals' milk fat uh, raw, pasteurizing it, and keeping all the natural goodness in it, just gently uh, treating it. You know, I, I think where the big guys went wrong was they, they were using all sorts of ingredients that were approved uh, on the basis in the 50s of being safe. So they actually used a lot of ingredients that were over-processed. You know, the more they thought the more processing they gave it, the safer it was for, for mother, mothers and children. But actually, all the inherent goodness, you know, the, 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 the natural vitamins in, in natural ingredients, you need to just handle them very carefully. And people really notice the difference, you know. And there's a lot of stuff out there right now about GMOs and things like that. You know, a yeah. lot of health experts and, and all sorts of different kinds of people in that field, especially on sort of Instagram, that, that talk about it a lot. You know, um, people don't realize, do they, what sometimes what they're eating. We do need to be more aware of, of what is being put in our foods. And I mean, I was fortunate enough, I, I traveled the world. I've went, I've been in the food industry for 34 years. So I know a lot of the ingredients and, and how they're been over-processed. So we really went on the search to get the best we could. Like one of the things like DHA, we decided early on to avoid fish. And that actually made our product a vegetarian formula. And a lot of people didn't realize fish is an allergen anyway. So what we did was we went to where the source, the fish get their omega-3, which is feeding in the oceans on the, on the algae. So we're using the algae from the coral reefs. And this is a much more natural ingredient. It, we're, we're preserving our fish stocks. You know, the other story is with the palm oil. I mean, there's terrible devastation going on in Indonesia, Malaysia, harvesting these vegetable crops. Yeah. They're cutting down rainforests, disturbing mm -hmm. the wildlife, losing the orangutans. And every season, they're actually burning the crop to get more from it. But like, this is on a natural it's unnatural to put vegetable fats in, in a product that's supposed to replicate mother's own milk production. Oh, I'm, I'm loving this. You know, it'll educate so many people as well that don't think about these things. You know, we are hearing about them more. Jen and I are very passionate about this kind of thing. So, you yeah. know, it's great yeah. to hear. How did you two meet and how did you get involved with each other? You know, because I know from talking to you when we first met, we had our Zoom a few weeks ago, you are so passionate about the product. And I think that's so wonderful to work and be part of a company where you love what they do. So how did you meet? 
So I was actually recommended Kendo Mill through a friend of mine. My ba- my baby's eight months now, and I hadn't really thought about feeding to any great extent. I just thought I'll try breastfeeding and we'll see how it goes. Um, as it happened, within three days of him being born, he was underweight, so I had to go into formula. Again, something I I didn't really feel that comfortable doing. I felt like it was contributing to you know discomfort within him, all those typical baby things for their digestion, and. It was, yeah, something I just never felt completely happy with doing, but it was like, this is what I have to do. I have to feed my baby. There's no other option. And it was a friend of mine who mentioned about Kendo Milk because I hadn't heard of them before. And that's the thing about this brand. I mean, we're getting much bigger now. Kind of the word is getting out really quickly now, but we have this kind of cult-like status around us. So when it was, it's very word of mouth. So when my friend mentioned it to me, I instantly trusted her because she'd been using it. Um, as I say, came to it, found the ingredients, thought this is incredible to be so transparent about what's in there. As I say, I just felt so empowered through this decision coming across them. It was from then that I just, I guess I started following Kendra Mill. My background is social media and content. They happened to be hiring for that role. I was looking to go back to work after having my baby, got in touch. And now here, here we are. Um, and I think especially when it comes to social and content and speaking, we as mothers talk to each other all the time. That's how we learn to be a mum. And within this pandemic as well, we've all been going through such a unique situation. But when I think when we met, that was the thing I'm kind of going through that experience. So then to communicate with our community, I mean, there's no better position for me to be in because I'm talking to, that's what I do every day now. I talk to mums, I give advice you know, get them on board with with feeding and feeling good about it and what we can do for them. And it's just such a rewarding thing to be able to do. Give that message, not just to the mums around me, but kind of well, gl- globally, hopefully at some point. But yeah, so that's kind of how I came on board with the team. And you, you know, Kelly, I, I get really close on product development. So, uh, you know, Mary and all the, the mums out there, you know, I'm listening to what they're saying and we can change our recipes and produce new products in the future, you know, to, fo- to follow them through their whole, you know, family nutrition. I mean, I often say to people, you know, there's no Mr. or Mrs. Nestle that you can ring up or Mr. or Mrs. Danone, but you can ring me. And if, if you know, I'm very interested in basic wholesome nutrition for babies. This is what we want. At the end of the day, we want mom hopefully to be able to breastfeed and pass on all the immunity i mean this is what it's all about when i used to rear calves getting the colostrum in them the first two weeks giving them all the immunity benefit thereafter like the thing is what we want children to do is if they physically are growing strong they can protect themselves they can protect themselves from viruses you know so it's all about giving them wholesome nutrition yeah you know the industry tries to confuse you with all these strange names and, you know, a bit yeah. of this and a bit of that and, yeah. you know, all this stuff, but they're not really educating you. I'm just saying you need good fats, good protein, good carbohydrates. And that's what it's really all about, that your child grows big and strong, that the product agrees with them. You know, you don't want the child refluxing or getting sick or being constipated or, you know, as long as they're sleeping well, digestion is good. They'll grow up strong and healthy and they can defend themselves then. 
I'm so with you on that. My when my daughter went on to solids, I made everything from scratch for her. I knew everything that went into her food. And I was I'm a big sort of I love coconut oil. And, and sort of that kind of really good fats, you know, and I would always give her a teaspoon of it melted because a friend of mine always said, a, a fitness friend, it, it, she'll never get a cold, you know, you, you build her up with all this good stuff. And, you know, Ava, Ava Lily is a right tough cookie, but she never had anything when she was little. She she never had cold. She never had any sort of bad viruses. Nothing. She was, I was, maybe it was luck, but... I don't know, you know, I'm a, I'm with you. I'm a big believer on those good fats, good food. You know, when you pick something up and you can't understand what's in it, I put it back. You know, it's it's not for me. I, I want to know what I'm eating and, and that's really important. And I think we start kids from an early age with that and have that mindset in your family. It's a really good building block. Do you know, Kelly, like on the ingredients on a tin, it's so complicated and you know we're yeah. entering the market so we're sort of following what was always out there but you know that when you look at all the ingredient lines apart from the top two or three the rest is only two percent of the tin so wow. all those weird all those weird unpronounceable names galacto oligosaccharides oh, all this crazy stuff yeah they're just micronutrients and most of them are only just vitamins other uh, chemical names for vitamins and minerals. So what you should be looking at is just look to see what milk fat, what protein, and make sure the carbohydrate is lactose because lactose is naturally occurring. This is what mother's milk, 50% of mother's milk is lactose. This is great natural energy. It is metabolized very naturally uh, and slowly in the body. So it's actually mother's milk sugar, but it's it doesn't spike the insulin release. So if these other products have got glucose syrups or uh, maltodextrin, they will instantly spike the sugar in the body of the child. And then the pancreas will release insulin to counteract that. But if you have a product with lactose, the same as mother's breast milk, it won't spike that sugar. So it is a very low glycemic index. And yet it will provide all the energy, the good energy, good energy for for baby wow we need you you know in all the antenatal <laughs> classes and these yes. big things they send you in which by the way a lot of the time are just useless we need somebody <laughs> like you because yeah. you know the amount well, of it's a minefield and you know so it is. much it's a fantastic well, you know i've had to read education. i've had to read kelly i've had to read so many complicated scientific papers to 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 basically make it simple for myself you know what I mean? To pare yeah. it all back down to the simplicity because scientists and doctors and I mean, they're, they're still only learning, but it all sounds so complicated, you know? Yeah. And yet all the evidence we have from the general public, would say to you, oh no, we can't listen to that. You know, we need a, a clinical research study. But you know, what parents are saying, that's, that's the truth. I mean, people are pouring their hearts out on social media, explaining mm. to us, and, you know, if it was bad news, they'd tell us just as quick. But thankfully, it goes pretty good. And that's what's so important. It is being that source of information for parents. And as we say, being transparent with our ingredients, because we're so confident in the product that we have. We know that 
if as long as you know that we're an option, we'll be the number one choice every single time because we know we're so transparent about our ingredients. Yeah. And it's really that's kind of at the heart of what we do, why we want to spread the word, why we want to build a community and be this sanctuary for parents, because it's just about getting as many people to know that we're an option as possible. Because like for myself, I just I didn't even know what the difference between all the formulas were. I thought I went for the best one and then but then thought, oh, I don't know if it's really that good because he still seems very uncomfortable. But I didn't even think I had another option because I thought they're all quite the same anyway. There's not much difference. If I don't like the ingredients, there's not much I can do. So I just have to deal with it. And then, as I say, coming across Kendamil, that's the thing. It's to just as long as we know it's there for parents, it's such a relief because when you get that sorted, when you get feeding sorted and it's all going well, the rest of it falls into place. Yes. Um, so it's just that one less thing to worry about. One of the most exciting phone calls we ever got was when Kensington Palace rang us and said, please explain what's so special about your product because we're reading all these issues that are in the press about baby formula. And, you know, I explained all about the product to, to their nanny. And, you know, when we see Prince Louis now, and he seems to be such a big bundle of joy and, and one of the most chatty young fellas in the in the royal family, we're always saying, oh, there's our fella there. <laughs> so did he have Kendermill milk? Yes, from six months. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. And and they ordered creamy old porridge. <laughs> that is, oh my God, you guys must have been like celebrating for about a year after that. I mean, that is just, that's incredible. Yeah, and then we saw wow. other members of the family actually ordered it directly, you know, um, in a more in a more quieter way, but um, yeah. it's got a very loyal following, actually. That's incredible, and you're yeah. doing great things. You mentioned the porridge. You do have other. You have your muesli and everything. I was I was looking on Instagram at the the posts, and you're going into Tesco, which is yes. huge. This is, isn't it? It took us three years because, like, the buyers didn't understand that it was a different product. You know, they said, well, we already have all the brand leaders. Why do we need you? And I said, well, wait a minute. All their recipes are identical. They're all using vegetable fats uh, as the source of fat and they're combining it with skim milk as the source of protein. I said, we're using full cream milk fat as the source of our fat. And uh, they just didn't get it. And then it was really with social media and when our sales took off, they knocked on our door and said, you know what, actually, we want to talk to you guys. Oh, I love that. I do. I mean, I think as well, you know, you, I think people are fed up with these huge brands that aren't transparent, yeah. that don't yeah. always tell the truth, that aren't touchable, reachable. You can't yeah. speak to those people, especially after COVID and everything that's happened. I think more and more people are looking at those independent, family-run businesses that care so much about their products and their customers. I think that that is changing. For the good, you know. What's happened, Kelly, is that um, when when parents are in hospital, they've been given these ready-to-drinks, whether they want them or not. Sometimes, you know, everyone with the best will in the world is saying, look, just have this in case of an emergency. And then the brand leaders are saying, oh, it's very dangerous to switch brands. So the whole thing is automatically 90% of the decisions have been made with these ready-to-feed bottles being given to parents in hospitals without them questioning because you've just come out through this traumatic operation, you know, and you're just there in a very weak moment. You're surrounded by people who have helped you. So, so you trust them all. 
Yeah. And these brand le- these brand leaders are saying, oh, just trust us, don't switch brands. But they don't want to educate you about anything. No, no, because there's this thing, isn't there, where it's just easier to accept what's there and what's been going forever. It's the lazy yeah. way of thinking. We've all been guilty yeah. of it, where we just go, yeah. okay. And you don't question anything behind it. You don't look into it. You know, people don't have time. It's just that lazy, easy option. And that's how they kind of get away with it, I think. Yeah. And the other thing that's going on is there's a lot of misdiagnosis because you go to your family doctor and you say, you know, the child's not sleeping and we've got various issues. And immediately they jump to the conclusion or lactose intolerant. You know, I mean, this is, you know, I spoke to the doctors in Great Ormond Street and they said you they've never come across a primary case of lactose intolerance. So they're saying all children can process lactose from birth because it's 50% of mother's breast milk. The enzyme is in the body of the baby from birth to break it down. Uh, Okay, sometimes if you had a bad infection for four or five weeks, the enzyme might be very low. But to put somebody on a lactose-free product from birth is a scandal. I mean, that's why I even went on the Channel 4 program. They didn't tell me the title, but it was called The Scandal of Infant Formula. And I just felt... Well, we have nothing to hide. You can come visit our factory. We'll, we'll tell you the whole process. And I, I explained everything to Kate Quilton and how important lactose was and that children shouldn't be put on lactose-free products. And then this other thing is cow's milk allergy. When the doctors aren't sure what's wrong with the child, they just say, oh, you must need a hydrolyzed formula. I mean, crikey, you know, it's a terrible product. It tastes terrible for children. And, you know, all they need is good, natural, wholesome ingredients inside yeah. them. You know? Do you know, um, I don't know, have you ever heard of Dr. Mark Hyman? He's um, he's American, but he's all about food is medicine. So he right. talks a lot about that stuff, you know, how um, food heals and food cures. And, you know, yeah. it's so easy to just say, well, you've got your you know, you've got an allergy, you've got this, you've got that, without actually, you know, looking at the actual food that at the time that person is having or, or formula, which is probably full of bad things. It's, um, well, it's, it's like the term colic, isn't it? The term yeah. colic is just an umbrella term for undiagnosed digestive yeah. issues. Um, and so then it's like, oh, they've got colic. But, you know, yeah. that's made up of so many things, isn't it? And yeah. I think there is something to be said for there is that time, isn't there? Those early weeks, four to eight weeks, where they can just be very sicky, very refluxy. Yeah. There can be things that are unexplained when they're very young. But we know that we can help to alleviate that. Um, and it doesn't yeah. need to become this huge, you know, big song and dance. No. As it seems to be a lot of the time. Like, Mary, you know yourself, children could be going through teething. and. Mm. and- Parents are thinking, wow, what's wrong with my child? And it's simple. They're just having their teeth. Yeah. I think everyone's so used to a diagnosis now, aren't they? Especially when it comes to um, what's what's wrong with my baby? Why aren't they doing this? You know, why don't they sleep long enough? Why are they always crying? Why this? And I think as well, being in the pandemic, we're not around other babies. And I've I've realized actually a lot of babies, sometimes they do just cry a lot. Or like Gabe, my baby had silent reflux when he was very young. And I remember asking the doctor about this and saying his voice has gone very hoarse. I've got no idea, you know, has he been crying too much? And the doctor said, 
possibly, yeah, maybe crying too much. Didn't say anything about silent reflux, nothing. So I was like, okay, well, is he not happy? Then I, my, a friend of mine recommended to go to an osteopath and it was her. As soon as I said his voice is hoarse, oh, it's silent reflux. It's because he's so tense. Um, it's the, the acid is, is making his throat sore. But he was about five weeks old. Um, and it's quite, you know, as I say, they do get very tense when they're that age because their digestion is so young. But it was this, this constant need to be like, what's wrong with them? What's wrong with them? What's wrong with them? And a lot of the time they will grow out of these things. It doesn't make it any less upsetting to see them uncomfortable. Um, but sometimes it's just a baby being a baby. Um, Mary, didn't we have this fantastic post the other day from Helen Briggs where she just yeah. said, you know, the child had reflux. She didn't know how to, what was wrong with it. Someone mentioned our brand and as Overnight, she said, it just kind of mm-hmm. just the child was just perfect. You know, it, it was just incredibly quick. Like it didn't even take a few days. Next yeah. day, they were perfect. And, and we get so many of those stories with brilliant. our families. Because I remember when I switched over to Kendamel, and a big thing in our community is, as with all mums, is talking about poo, isn't it? That's the yeah. big thing that you focus yeah. on. And yeah. especially when switching to Kinderville, it's it completely changes from when yeah. you're on a different brand. Yeah. And that's because of not using palm oil. So essentially that it's not an a load a load of unnecessary waste that's difficult for them to pass. Um, it's basically becomes a lot easier for them to pass, a lot looser, I'll say. Um, but that's the one thing everyone's always asked on social media, that's all I'm talking about all day. Is this poo normal? And I'm like, <laughs> I know yeah, it's yeah. very different, but it's, oh. it's just that thing of, it. you know, there was so many unnecessary things. So that's, you know, contributes to constipation. It's not easy for them to pass, all that kind of stuff. And with us, there's like, as Ross has mentioned, with the full cream nutrients, most of the ingredients is going into their development. And, you know, that's similar to breastfed babies. So there actually isn't as much waste to pass because they're using so much of the nutrients within those first few weeks to grow and develop. And then when you start weaning, obviously the poo completely changes again. So it's just a constant source of <laughs> not knowing what's going on. And can I like, say as well, formula aside, my daughter's nearly eight, my son's three and a half, and all they do is talk about poo because it's like yeah. this funny topic. <laughs> so it carries on as a parent for many years, yeah, exactly. even when we get past that stage. We've got to, um, you know, we've mentioned sort of Tesco and and, and the royal family and all these amazing um, things that are happening for the business. Where... Is, do you have any more aims? Is there somewhere else you'd like to be next? Or do you just take it as it comes, you know, with what, with what you're doing? Well, I, I think, you know, we've been given a fantastic opportunity and a, a, a huge responsibility as well to, to, to parents in, in Britain and, and around the world now. And I just felt, well, if we're able to formulate for, a, for an infant, surely we can develop products for for older children and, and for parents themselves, you know, to fortify them. So we've went on a journey. We, we call ourselves the home of family nutrition. So we've developed a thing called Kendi Kids from three to 10 year olds. And then, then for teenagers to say um, up to retirement age, we've got a lifestyle product called Kendi Life. And then for elderly people, we've got something called Kendi Life uh, Medi Plus. Particularly with COVID, we've 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 changed the recipe to put in more vitamin D and calcium. But you know, this facility has been manufacturing Compound for forty years, so they had a, a huge tradition of making products for older people. So 
we're seeing now we're doing early life, we're doing end of life, and we're doing products in between. So we've even launched a product for mom. Instead of taking tablets during pregnancy, there's a Kenda Mom product where you can get all your folic acid, but in a very bioavailable form called methylfolate. You can get your exact levels of iron and vitamin D by oh, taking wow. two, drink, two drinks a day. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Because you do have to go on those um, tablets and often not with them. Um my daughter but with my son I was severely anemic and had to take an iron tablet every day throughout the whole pregnancy and it was just horrible and they can be so big as well those tablets that you have to take so sometimes trying to swallow such a big tablet when you're a bit ooh, a bit nauseous yes yeah well I was a lot right from about seven weeks <laughs> right until the very day I had him I was just mm. hanging as I put it it was the only way I could describe <laughs> the feeling you know but that's amazing that's great. So you're branching so many different avenues there as well. Yeah. And of course, we, we, we did cereals because the previous owners, Heinz, were very famous for cereals. So we were always packing cereals for them. So now we have a whole range of porridges with fruit, organic versions of them from, you know, you can get your baby rice and then you can get your creamy oat and uh, various mueslis and that. Now, unfortunately, they're not for sale in the supermarkets, but that's because we're still trying to convince the supermarkets and that just takes time but um mm. on, on online people are really enthusiastic about them so the stuff that people can't get in tesco they can get online with you and i know you have a subscription and it's free delivery isn't it for anyone who signs up to that yes. as well so they just need to go to the website to find all your lovely products yeah so that's so your that's the that's the baby mark subscription which is amazing for mums because to not have to worry about stocking up on your milk yeah. and thinking oh I've got half a can left I need to run out and get some it's delivered every single month however many cans you need um and you and you put in your birth you put in the child's birth and it automatically calculates when you switch over after six months great mm-hmm. wow yeah. oh, brilliant so can you just Tell everybody your social media handles and your website, etc. if people want to find you after listening to this. Our website is www.kendermill.com and our Instagram is at kendermilluk. So please follow us there. And we also have a Facebook as well. Instagram's at Kendermill UK, Facebook is Kendermill. And you will have the, the baby formula in, in Tesco stores across the UK. So. Yeah, so well, we're actually also available in Morrison's, Waitrose, Sainsbury's, Brilliant. Boots. But we've just launched our classic range in two Tesco's, which is massive. So we're in 545 stores across the country. Wow. And I mean, across social media, that launch has been crazy because we're constantly getting asked about our availability and it's been great to launch in Waitrose and Sainsbury's with our organic range but it's amazing to be able to bring our classic range to our Tesco customers and yeah everyone keeps saying oh you're going to have goat in there is organic going to be in there but the more noise people make the more they will hopefully want to extend the range so we're in such demand as it is I'm sure we'll be everywhere before the end of the year Um, but yeah this has been really a really great couple of weeks for us. I'm so glad yes. that we have you guys. And if I'm ever crazy enough to have a third, I know the formula and the, and the pills and everything. I'll have my, my cupboard stacked with Kendermill products. Thank you so much. It's, a, it's fascinating talking to you both. And I'm so glad that you're doing so well and that you exist. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you.